You're listening to Market Scale Retail. I'm your host, Sean Heath, and today I have a chance to talk with Joy Fan, the Chief Creative Officer for Storefront. Joy, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Let's start off with the only traditional interview question that I'm going to ask during this, and that is, could you please tell me a little bit about your journey, your history, and how you wound up at Storefront? Sure. So uh, I would say that I uh, came about um, Storefront and pop-ups in general because I myself um, was and am a designer. Um, I was a fashion designer back 12 years ago, and I myself was looking for space. Um, So in that, it developed into me evolving as um, an individual who was looking for space, wanting to provide um, my designs to the general public, um, seeing that there was a huge demand for space in general from the local scene, um, really evolved into many, many other uh, things. And many years later, uh, I actually was um, uh, asked to meet the co-founders of Storefront, um, Eric and Tristan, to provide more um, advisory on how pop-ups work, uh, who were the core individuals in terms of target personas, um, and then shared uh, more of that. Then really um, that became more of a full-time job. And here I am uh, five years later leading uh, the U.S. in terms of um, our, uh, our country metrics, but also leading the creative strategy for our global team. Coming from the artistic mindset that you obviously would need in order to be the designer that you are, do you find that it's difficult for the artistic side to embrace the technological side as a way to help express your vision or or present your idea or your product? Uh, ooh, um, absolutely not. I think if anything, now, creativity is a is a business tool. Um, you know, we talk about it um, part of our team as a form of creating you know, solutions, so creative solutions. Because we are in this space of disruption, um, of disrupting, you know, how this industry has done real estate and retail in the past, and it's you know a, a very grandfathered in uh, industry that has not changed in the past few years. So uh, being able to have a creative backbone and DNA really has helped, you know, this team understand that, uh, you know, without a doubt, we're always pushing forward and providing creative solutions no matter what. Um, And in that mindset, we're actually able to disrupt um, every day and ensure that we're not taking no for an answer. If, let's say, a listing owner uh, shares that, you know, they will not do um, short-term leasing for the time being, great. We understand where they're at, but then we provide them with further education. And no doubt, um, they always come back. As you and I are both over 21, (laughs) and you look at the digital environment that upcoming designers have lived in, let's say, just most of their lives, right? You meet a 21-year-old designer. They don't know what a VCR is. They don't understand about having to print handbills and flyers and doing all that legwork that you had to do when you were an upcoming designer. Do you feel sort of a sense of duty as just from the artistic side 
to help make sure they understand just how much they can accomplish going through this particular process using these technologies and this sort of mindset? So I think that it is the same format, but a different tool. Um, I think that, you know, much in the way that I was doing flyering with the physical um, assets, you know, the young designers of today are doing it through Instagram, through Snapchat. So it's really just a different uh, tool. Um, and they're also, you know, of course, back then we didn't have the uh, opportunity to get metrics. So um, the key thing here is that they're now able to adopt those metrics, analyze them, and push uh, forward. So um, I think it's, it's about, it's the same format, just different tools. When we talk about retail, most people think brick and mortar, big chains, consistency, nothing's different. Oh, look, they have a new brand of eggs or whatever, right? But you are kind of expanding the whole concept of a pop-up. That yeah. is a, I want to say revolutionary, and I don't think that's an uh, an exaggeration, the concept that a retail space is temporary is absolutely fascinating to me. Tell me a little bit about sort of your approach to that. Sure. So I think that it's, uh, you know, social media, um, news, real estate, they love to highlight these big brands. Um, but what we're really doing is providing an opportunity for any brand to um, have access to retail space. Um, so we want to, you know, definitely point that out is that, we ensure that uh, one, we've, we've, we've taken a model that is has been very difficult. If you've ever been in real estate um, or have had a real estate transaction, both from a residential and commercial side, it's very, very difficult. It takes you know between six to 18 months, sometimes longer, just to negotiate price, just to, uh, to understand you know, occupancy and all of these things. Um, but what we've done is we've just, we, we've, taken a, an approach and made it a lot more simple for our brands by ensuring that the pricing is visible to all of our brands, um, that um, the entire process is visible and super transparent. And by way of that, uh, we have brands not only from big box retailers to e-commerce brands to young entrepreneurs going on our site trying to look at space. Um, so we have definitely, um, you know, different types of brands, but I think that, that the uh, media likes to highlight these big box retailers. I've always looked at perspective as being a function of time, because all of these big retailers at one point were just small entrepreneurs. Yes, absolutely. And, and you know, if it took me 10 years to be able to find out about, I don't know, you know, this one soap maker that I like in Oregon. Well, man, why couldn't I find out about him 10 years ago? I could have been smelling great for 10 years, but no, I had, you know, so yeah. that's, you're able to actually accelerate that timeline while compressing it at the same time. That's a really neat sort of dichotomy. Yes, absolutely. I think, you know, we talk about how we're able to allow consumers to shop local or globally. Um, and, you know, you could just imagine those those words alone, shop local, globally. Uh, those three words basically should say that, you know, 
Now any entrepreneur or local designer can be able to provide their items all around the world uh, without having to be there to search for the space. But instead, we have a platform where you can search for spaces on um, our platform for Paris, for, for London, um, and then in San Francisco. And you can basically look at it uh, based on what you have budgeted for your marketing plan and then really go after it um, based on your budget or your, uh, your primary goal, whether it's to share the product with your target personas. Um, so it really is looking at it from the perspective, how can I unlock as much as possible and as much value um, with one source which is being able to provide as much information, all these different locations. Um, whereas I'm sure you walk by and you see a big sign, a space where it says contact now, uh, um, space is available. Well, what are the chance, chances of you walking by a high street and understanding the price? And then you jump on that phone call, and uh, from there, uh, the phone call becomes this exercise of, of negotiation. What we wanna make sure that we do is always provide visibility and as much education to um, you know to the renters, so from the brands to the entrepreneurs to the big box retailers to uh, agencies. I don't think there's an industry today that is not in the process of acceleration. Everything today is faster and needs to be more seamless. And success almost seems to require you have to you have to hit the ground running. There's not a lot of walking and strolling going on in the industry, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, we um, we talk about that every day. Is you know we 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 in our mission say um, that we want to make retail accessible to anyone in the world. What does that look like? Um, so you know we've had um, uh, absolute great uh, concepts and partnerships with um, what does that look like to provide uh, many other tools on demand. So we work with staffing partners who have staffing on demand for your pop-up space, um, other resources like design on demand for your retail space, um, being able to use other resources like uh, TaskRabbit uh, for any task possible. Um, and these are all things that you know we understand from the end user, they really appreciate because we're unlocking a value from 360 perspectives on how to uh, open up your pop-up store. I've always found it interesting that in retail, the traditional model is for the retailer to go and hunt and find customers and find ways to drive business and get customers. And this approach that you're taking turns that on its head and it's allowing the customer to find the retail. Yes. That's a, that's a interesting sort of flip the script. Yes, absolutely. I think, you know, it goes hand in hand with how e-commerce has grown. Um, but what we find is that, you know, 90% of all uh, shopping still is done in brick and mortar. So it's still done offline. Um, and the great, the perfect merge is that, you know, when we talk about digital and physical, that many of these e-commerce brands are able to sustain itself, um, drive lots of success um, from being a, you know, an idea now into an actual e-commerce site. Um, but the, the main thing in terms of actual uh, success from an exponential uh, perspective is when these brands actually go offline. Um, and what they do is they actually provide a space to not only have their customers discover who they are, um, uh, for their brands to start to actually understand their lifestyle brand, 
um, as they're articulating, you know, the lifestyle in a physical space, um, their brands, the brands are also able to um, ensure that in a pop-up, you know, they they actually capture really important information that they wouldn't otherwise be able to do um, because the percentage of feedback forms or um, or, or reviews are much smaller than when you actually interact with a person in store and actually ask them, hey, how's your day? What are you here for? What are you excited about? What are you shopping for? And all these questions are uh, exponentially more valuable to the brand when they do a pop-up. Now, I don't like to ask someone to work for free. But at this point, I'm going to put you in a hypothetical situation. I apologize. You're going to have to work for kind of free. So I, me, have come up with an idea, imaginary, that I'm going to make furniture out of recycled um, water bottles, plastic water bottles, right? Instead of going to landfill, I'm going to make furniture out of those. I have no idea, Joy, about how to design a store. I don't know any of that. I just know I came up with this idea for furniture and I call you and I say, okay, Joy, I, I really would like to have a, a pop-up store for my furniture. How do I even know what it's going to look like? I don't, I don't have any idea what I'm doing. Please help me. Where would you start? That's great. So we, we have um, a portion of our team that works on education um, and onboarding for many of our brands. Um, a lot of them come with a concept, and we think that anybody should be able to access the space by way of education. So we share with them some questions. Um, you know, I would share with you, that's a fantastic idea. Um, let's let's talk about, you know, whether or not you have a um, e-commerce site to be able to start driving business. If not, not a problem. We want to ensure that you have a level of understanding who your customer base is. Um, the more that you under have an understanding of your customer base, the more success you'll have um, in terms of jumping offline because you'll be able to know what location you want to be in, what sort of price point you want to be in in terms of selling to that customer base. Um, so, you know, these are some questions that we start to ask. Um, and then, you know, over time, let's say you are now able to provide who your target persona is. Fantastic. Now we have uh, one more question off the list. Um, we always talk about budget. What type of budget do you have? What's your timeline? Um, and these are all things that, again, our team is, is prepped um, to be able to provide back to the brands so that they have more knowledge about what it takes to open up a pop-up. I'm betting with the fact that you've embraced technology as as clearly as you have, I bet you ha probably have a way to design a virtual store for me before I ever even step into the physical mm -hmm. space, don't you? Yes, yes, absolutely. So that is definitely... Uh, a sneak peek into some things that we're doing in regards to providing uh, our brands with a visual tool. Um, not only a visual tool, but an opportunity for brands to um, to really understand, you know, what the design of the space might look like um, by partnering with um, uh, with some of our uh, team and ensuring that. You know, they can talk about um, if it is a 100 square foot space to a 1,000 square foot space, 5,000 square foot space, how much actual inventory would actually be set up there. So uh, VR is something that we are definitely focusing on to be able to ensure that brands, you know, are, again, trying before they buy. And um, we've seen great success with this. I apologize. I feel like I may have revealed something secret before it was time. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's um, it's actually fantastic because 
um, this is a perfect timing for us to start sharing it. And we love to be able to reveal things um, as they come. So <laughs> no problem. So being in the position that you are as a leader in this industry, because you are really coming up with innovations that no one else has done, what do you see as the future? What's what's What are we looking at as far as retail as a concept moving forward? Sure. So accessibility on demand were two words that I uh, you probably heard me share again and again. Um, I think we are very much in tune with our our customers, um, uh, our consumers, and the consumers want things you know very quickly. They want things on demand. So we're always looking into what that looks like for our users. How are they able to unlock space? Um, you know more on demand in many space, many places um, with um, the knowledge that they have. So I think that uh, for us, really using on-demand tools um, like staffing, uh, like um, uh, VR for that matter, for them to be able to design a space um, or even understand how to fabricate something, they would be able to walk into a space and even test it with some consumers. But having more um, data analysis points for um, you know how to build that store without feeling like uh, maybe they are measuring their ROI against something false, but instead they're able to try different types of um, of uh, spaces or locations before they actually unlock the real store. Okay, so I I think we both agree. I I don't know that recycled pot bottle furniture really has a future. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it does. I, I'll, I'll work on that idea. I want to talk finally, this final question, I want to put you in a hypothetical situation for you personally. Sure. So as a designer, I know that you got to work uh, visual design uh, during your time at Levi's. That's right. So you get to design one thing, one product, okay? Anything you want, and you get to put a pop-up in uh New York, LA, Chicago, Miami in one day, right? You get to have, let's say you have six pop-ups across the United States. Budget's not a problem, but you get to have one thing that's really near and dear to your heart. As a designer, what's the thing that you want to build your Joy Fan pop-up around for that one day? Oh, that's good. Um, do we have, how much time do we have? All the time you want. <laughs> so I would say, um, you know, and I've, I would actually, the, the biggest interest I have in this space is really how to bring together community um, within pop-ups. I think brands who actually do this through experiential activations know the key to success. And we, we educate many, many brands on this. But um, my, my highest interest would actually be in dating apps, would be working with dating apps to, uh, to create their lifestyle brand and be able to have hubs where uh, dating apps now have many, many places for people to actually meet up. Um, it's now um, not, you know, it's a little bit more bulletproof for for individuals to come in, feel like they have a safe place. Um, and, you know, in terms of analysis, there would be all sorts of cool things to analyze, you know, uh, heat mapping of where people are sitting, when people are interacting, um, all of that stuff. So I think, that's such a, there's such a space of uh, interest because of human behavior, how people want to come together as a community. So I think that would be really cool, actually. 
Um, I know that there are a couple of uh, dating app brands who have done this with us, um, uh, Bumble being one of them. Um, they did a pop-up for two months, uh, a few months ago. But I think that, you know, if many, many other brands looked at the, uh, the analytics through, you know, how to bring in individuals to connect um, and, you know, uh, maybe bridge the gap between connectivity and purchasing, um, we'd probably be in a better place of activating space. So you heard it here first. Joy fans, fan of joy relationship cafe pop-ups coming to a city near you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. I have today had the opportunity to talk with Joy Fan, the chief creative officer for Storefront. Joy, thanks so much for taking the time today. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day and I hope I get to talk to you again soon. Yes, absolutely. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.